Amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But under the right circumstances, a producer could make more money with a flop than he could with a hit. Hmm. Yes, it's quite possible. Welcome to the NFC Least Show, the only show keeping the NFC East honest. Again this week, we got Tom Golterman. Hey, hey. And we got Chris Hughes. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> we are recording in the morning, just so everyone knows. <laughs> Chris is eating life cereal, cinnamon, in fact, I, I believe. Eaten life. Oh, good choice. Oh, he's done? Wow. I have- Life has been eaten. <laughs> nice. Speaking of life being eaten, uh, the Giants lose to the Bears 25 to 3. Wow. What a transition. Beautiful. Whatever segue. life was left has been <laughs> devoured. Uh, really, really, there's like the, the nail in the coffin this season. We're going to get right into it. I don't think there's anything worth talking about in this game. It was a meaningless game between two teams not going to the playoffs, and the Giants still couldn't come out and score more than three points, which is awful. Uh, A lot of the most interesting stuff in this game came after the game. Uh, Joe Judge gave probably the most... uh, it was one of those rare press conferences you get from a coach where it will be talked about for years. It will be memed on YouTube. Just a very bizarre, egotistical rant about how important he is, how many emails he gets, how many players still contact him <laughs> wanting to play for the Giants. Um, it just seemed like a man who's very afraid of losing his job and is starting to like try to defend himself, but he's still yeah. got one more game to play, which is yeah. insane. Just go out and have your team win. You don't need to spend 10 uh, minutes talking about it. Well, apparently he did. Apparently he <laughs> did though, because my God, it was, he fell down the rabbit hole real fast there. And then you think, you think a normal person would be able to stop themselves and yeah. maybe correct it. And he just kept going. Like, yeah. yeah. If, for someone who like, and the Maras, the owners of the Giants, have come out on record comparing him often to Bill Belichick and being a Belichick disciple. It was a very oh un-Belichickian move. Yeah, no. No <laughs> judge. Oh, God. If, if Bill Belichick lost 29-3 to the, the Bears, he would just show up, say, like, one word, like, we uh, suck, and then yeah. leave the podium. <laughs> And not like like linger on like the dozens of emails he gets in a day. Lingering. Just it it really begs the question, like at this point, does anyone come back on the Giants next year? Is is Judge gone? Is Gettleman (laughs) gone? Are the players gone? Are the Giants gone? Are the Jets now the Giants? Are the Jets the only team? Is that? (laughs) Right. They share the stadium. Maybe this is it. (laughs) This is the fight. <laughs> and Joe Judge got a call saying, "Hey, you lot, your team's gone. The Jets are taking over. They they have more heart than your team." Honestly, they do. The Jets gave the Bucks a game on Sunday. The Giants I couldn't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Amazing. Ugh. Wow, it's just like really like, and I I mean this honestly. Like we were saying a few weeks ago, like it seemed like Gettleman is going to be forced into retirement, but like judge had done enough, but with this lifeline he he had over the past three weeks, it seems like he's earned 
to be fired (laughs) alone on the past like two or three weeks anyway since that report came out that he's safe you know (laughs) i think i think he has just such big from energy at this moment that he (laughs) feels like he can do no wrong and that's why he went on this nice little rant i don't know you think he's like i think it's the other way yeah, no, he I, thinks he can do no wrong. Ah, got it. Got yeah, it. Like yeah, he, yeah. He got the like the like the protection spell from the Maras, and that he's not going to yeah. get fired. So he exactly. thinks he can run around, run his mouth, like yeah. say whatever he wants to try and whip this team into shape, defend his guys. But he's really yeah. digging himself a bigger hole. Oh yeah, he's trying to sell the Giants really hard right now because I mm-hmm. think he wants to make them appear good for next yeah. year. This and, is uh, the best team. Yeah, it's, it's it's very. I had said there's no that better in, team than the New York Giants. Wait, wait, wait I got to see the one insurrection one. episode, the yeah, anniversary episode. Oh, wow, like it is, it is <laughs> the anniversary hey, of the insurrection. Joe Judge has gone full Trump. It is. <laughs> there are players who we coached last year that still call me twice a week. <laughs> Talking about how much they wish they were still here and they're getting paid somewhere else. And I get a dozen emails a day, all night, six a week. And Mexico is going to pay for our new stadium. Well. <laughs> oh, oh my God. All right. Well, if well, your listeners didn't know where we stood politically. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it's a political statement. It's just a statement of character. Uh, Trump is what just, it is. We it, we can like it or hate it, but it's a, that's that's the guy, and Joe Judge is being Trump <laughs> that's right the now. guy. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! But yeah, I mean, so, I love this bit so much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really, nothing else to say. Can't really top that. Um, no. Move on. We can move on. We we said last week this game was going to be a dumpster fire. It was on one side of the ball, and let's just leave it at that. Let's just yeah. leave it at that. Let's move on. So anyway, uh, Bears. So Bears. anyway, <laughs> so anyway, go ahead, Sean. Let's talk about Cowboys Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk. Oh, about you mean Cowboys the game? Cardinals. The game that I I swore that I picked the Cardinals, and then I went yeah. back and listened <laughs> to the podcast, and I said convincingly the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> freaking dumbass what was so funny was like i mean i really appreciated it like you have this like knee-jerk impulse to just be a contrarian even when you yourself like against <laughs> <laughs> <guess> you <laughs> i just let you run with it i didn't want to like check you on it like i'm happy to have that energy but it's like yeah, sure. you, were, you were you had such a nice case for why the cardinals were going to win and then you're like what, it's in Dallas? No, the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> That's just kind of how I am. Like, I just, I just, you're right. I just, I just do the opposite of even myself. Like, I don't <laughs> do what I tell myself to do. <laughs> well, because I full, I really was like, yeah, I think the Cardinals are going to win. <laughs> and I completely flip-flopped into a, a commanding Dallas leading win. <laughs> Well, uh, me, Tom, and Chris's logical half all picked the Cardinals last week. (laughs) And we were all right. Um, Honestly, I thought this game, the score was closer than what I thought 
I thought the game was. Yeah. The Cardinals went 25 to 22. Yeah. Yep. But the Cardinals traded a lot of potential touchdowns for field goals in that game. They kicked four, I think, by the end of the day. Your old, uh, your old homie, Chris, Matt Prater. Matt Prater. Yeah. Yeah. Four, that guy is going to be a Hall of Famer for sure. <laughs> like, he's. <laughs> We were saying last week that this is kind of the Cowboys' first and only playoff test of the year, and they lose. Uh, at home. At home. Yeah. <laughs> Against the Cardinals team that was probably beatable if the Cowboys yeah. were playing good football. Um, like Credit to the Cowboys for, for forcing four field goals, but the offense just couldn't capitalize and never really got it going. It, they were behind by two scores, managed to get one score back, and then just – couldn't get the ball back one more time to try and get a comeback. Uh, I guess my question is, is like, do we think this hardens them? Like, is this a situation where they've had a bit of a cakewalk schedule and this was kind of their wake up call entering the playoffs? Or is this just, you know, the Dennis green, they are who we thought they were and it's gonna, they're going to peter out in the playoffs. Like we said, it was the latter. I think so too. <laughs> you think, yeah, it's just, I just, Cowboys. I, it's just the way of the Cowboys. Right. Exactly. Like I don't, I don't have this, this faith in them. I just, I feel like there's this weird aura around the Cowboys that they think they're better than they are. Yeah. And if you have that mentality, I don't think it suits you well in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I completely agree. It's been my thesis statement against this team for decades. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um i think i think they'll probably win a playoff game i think with this new seven team expanded field they're gonna get a good matchup in the first round and probably win a close game in the first round i think i think they can play i think i think it's either gonna be like the rams the bucks or it's one of the first it's it's everyone but the eagles in like the bottom of the of the wildcard bracket is someone that they can, they can potentially play. Um, I think they can potentially win one of those games, but the minute the competition kind of ratchets up and they have to play the bucks on the road or, you know, like it's just, they're going to get out. Yeah, you they're know? not going to beat Tom Brady. They're not going to beat Darren Rogers. It's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Well, um, you know, what's, you know, what's funny if the standings stay the same right now that they are, Guess who the Cowboys would get week one for the playoffs? No, it'd be the Cardinals again. Really? Yes. Which would be very interesting. That would be fun. Yeah. That'd be cool. Because then here's here's what I got to say. Like, I have to agree with you guys when you say that I think they're going to peter out in the playoffs probably week one. Maybe maybe get a win. We'll see. Mm -hmm. But I... I think this is a wake up call for the Cowboys. Like you said, I think it is, but I don't think it's enough for them to actually like make a run and actually be Mm -hmm. a good team. But I think they now realize that they're like, we are beatable and we need to fix this before we make playoffs or before we even get there. And I, I, I'm sure the wheels are turning and I'm sure Jerry Jones is in his little lab, you know, cooking something up, but, um, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) It's uh, I it it'll be interesting to see if the Cowboys get the Cardinals uh for the for the playoffs because then I think based on seating uh it would be back in uh Cowboys yes. Stadium again yeah. so it'd yeah. be a full blown rematch and yeah. yeah I think that'd be fun to watch um yeah I'm now curious what is Jerry Jones cooking like a nice moonshine some like raspberry jam I, something, like something. Yeah, it's, 
it, he's hey, fermenting man. something. Yeah, he's, he's, it's something <laughs> weird. I mean, what, what, it, it's grandma's it's, honey pie. Like what? <laughs> what kind of southern like comfort food does Jerry Jones make? Last year it was the the watermelons thing. I don't know if you guys saw that, but Mike McCarthy to hype up the Cowboys started smashing watermelons in the in the locker Full room. Gallagher, huh? I was yeah. gonna say, would they bring Gallagher in? <laughs> um, really, I think that's what we need to look for in the next couple of weeks. What new, what motivational tool leaks out to the press um, that like gives, gives the team? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> And heated benches. <laughs> We're gonna crank this, crank these benches up. <laughs> so we go to eleven. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm completely in agreement with you guys. Uh, I, I just don't see. It would be against the nature of this podcast for me to be bullish on them to be Super Bowl champions. It's yeah, not even, it's not even like I. It's and I want. I want to be clear. I am an Eagles fan. I do hate the Cowboys, <laughs> but this is not coming from like Cowboys hate. This is just coming yeah. from like me having to watch and be in the same division as this team for fifteen years. And just sure, knowing right? how knowing how the top-down psychology of the team works. It's purely like... Purely observational. Yeah, it's purely yeah. an observation. And it's and like... You live in it, man. You're in yeah. Texas. You're in the yeah. heart. Yeah. Yes, you, you are. Know, you, get, yeah. you get the yeah. vibes. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I think I think also some real Cowboys fans are starting to get hip to it, too. I think it's only the real fair-weather people that are that are in on, like, the whole, like, we dem boys stuff. But I'm noticing a lot of, like, real depressed... Almost Philly energy. <laughs> As <laughs> mental health becomes yeah. more acceptable, yeah. you know, and we're not repressing our feelings, yeah, yeah. Cowboy fans are going to start to be like, wow, we fucking suck. <laughs> We've done what for 25 years? Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? I, I, in the past maybe 10 or so years, have had one Cowboys team that I actually thought was good, and that was the... I think that was the DeMarco Murray, Tony yeah. Romo, Des Bryant year where they should have gotten like, the, the catch or whatever that, that wasn't yeah. a catch. I thought that team was really good and they honestly had a chance of winning a Super Bowl. Um, and I felt tr- really bad <laughs> when that, that happened. Yeah, but, but I mean, that's just... That's uh, one to, team. To the point we're making about <laughs> this year's team, I agree. I would say but that it was I'm the saying same that thing. this year's team feels nothing like that. That's team. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like that team you watched and yeah. you're like, whoa. Yeah. Like, okay, this team yeah. you watch and you're like, hmm. Yeah, exactly. Not so sure. Yeah. And if that if that great Tony Romo team can get hoisted by the Cowboys petard, yeah. This one's gonna get screwed. Hoisted. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hoisted. Yep. <laughs> hoisted. <laughs> Good word. Good word. Uh, yeah, and I guess I guess now we can move on to another team that will definitely disappoint in the playoffs. The Eagles clinch. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that! Woo! Little, little bird gang making it in on a twenty Good to sixteen job. win against the uh, against the Washington football team. Uh, I'll admit, like I was saying last week, I was very very wrong about both teams. I thought Washington was going to win the division. Uh, I thought the Eagles were going to be middle of the pack, and it would be a rebuilding year, but. It looks like the Eagles stepped up and kind of took the one B uh, position in this one B to two position in this division uh, away from Washington um, in terms of being like one of the two best teams in the division. 
that being said, I I don't have a lot of uh, faith in the Eagles in the playoffs either. Um, I looking back on it, like we're we're in the playoffs now on the back of like a what is it like five wins in six weeks um, over the past month and a half. Yeah, some all of which all of which came against losing teams. I think we're still if we I think we're still winless against winning teams this year. And if we beat the Cowboys this week, which I think we may in a garbage game where a lot of starters are rested, um, that will be our only win against a winning team and a playoff team entering the playoffs. To me, that's like, yeah, you can like, you can really like the momentum. You can like the way this team is running the ball. The defense is stout. Like all these, all these things are right and good and enjoyable. And I'm going to have fun with this team in the playoffs, but it's like, if I'm saying the Cowboys aren't going to have a chance and they have a lot more cards stacked in their favor roster wise than this Eagles team, I can't be bullish on the Eagles. That would just be me being an irrational fan, which I will be on Sunday, but not on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Don't mix business with pleasure. Yeah, exactly. Do not do exactly. That. There you go. Yeah, yep, I'm going yep, yep. to be texting everyone obnoxious things first round of the playoffs. And God, I can't wait till next week. then. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. But in this I, podcast, like take putting my journalist hat on, <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. I don't know. I, I I'm not fully. I, I I don't think that by saying that you don't believe in Dallas, that that Philly has less of a chance. I think Philly's riding more momentum than Dallas is. Even if you're winning against losing teams, winning is a habit. Um, and if you can just carry that on, I think they can win a couple games. No, are they going to win the whole thing? Absolutely not. Um, but we saw, what was it? A nine and seven giants team yeah. <laughs> beat the new England Patriots at an eight seed. Yeah. You know, I'm, uh, and, and they were, they started the season off shit, you know, and they just managed to yeah. hold together at the right time. So we've seen crazier things. Um, I think I love how we're <laughs> more optimistic about the Eagles and the Cowboys. Um, I, I don't but, know. I, I'm personally more optimistic about the Cowboys than the Eagles. Uh, I'm my not. Rationale Maybe I just is, hate the Cowboys. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, understand, I, I, I understand the winning is a habit argument. I know everyone points to the 9-7 Giants thing, right? I think what my, what my vibes are entering the playoffs, right, is if the Eagles could draw like a Cardinals, a Cowboys. Rams. Rant like these like they can beat like, the Rams <laughs> like those like mid tier playoff teams that like have had question marks but have strung together more impressive wins like I think that could be a game right but I think there's a degree of like unstoppable force meets immovable object at some point within this field where winning has been a habit for much better teams than the Eagles <laughs> in the regular season like the Packers mm-hmm. and the Bucks. And it's not like that Patriots, like that Patriots Giants run was so once in a lifetime because the Giants also had the fortune of playing the Patriots in week 17 that year for before they went on this run, you know, like no one in this playoff field has been a team that the Eagles have played before besides the the Cowboys, the Cowboys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't, I don't trust us to play our game well nor for like a rookie coaching staff to like figure out 
Sean McVay or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers on like one week's rest. You know what I mean? Um, it just, I'm sorry, but have you ever seen it's always sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, of course. Wild card bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, all right, I'm I'm assaulting just you. Just cut the brakes, man. Yeah, See I'm assaulting you with like some some facts and logic, and you're giving me facts that don't care about your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Well, you know what? I, here's one thing. I got to say that I I have a little more faith in the Eagles and the Cowboys for the playoffs, and here's why. And I've been saying it for the past three weeks, but one thing that the Eagles do way better than the Cowboys is if you guys are playing from behind, you can catch up and take the lead way later in the game and hold it better than the Cowboys. So Cowboys, the only way they win games is if they come out and they strike first and they hold the lead for the entire game. They don't play from behind. They're not that type of team. You guys, the Eagles have at least developed in the last recent weeks, this kind of like, formula every game that they may be losing the first half or they don't come out right away. And then as soon as the second half hits, they just kick it into high gear for some odd reason. Like look yeah. at the look at the last game. Washington was winning 16 to seven. What was the final score? 20 to 16. The Eagles came out and didn't let Washington score a single point in the second quarter. And they came back and won the game, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think they have a better chance to, surprise a team like a you know like a Sean McVay Rams or or a Tempe Tom Brady Bucks where they might they might like hold it out in the first half or they might be losing maybe by a touchdown or two maybe by three but I think the Eagles can find a way to either make it closer or surprise somebody so it's possible it's possible I I appreciate all what you're saying and I agree with it in in spirit because I think that this is going to be a homer take I'm just going to preface that, but I think of the four teams in the division, the Eagles over the past, let's say 15 to 20 years, despite their frustrating flaws at times, probably have the best top to bottom, like mentality and like winning culture in the division. And I think that is like, say for maybe the giants in the, in the two thousands and the Tom Coughlin giants, right? Yeah, like those yeah. two rings. Right. But especially in recent history with the giants, the entire 20 year stretch with the Cowboys and Washington, like the Eagles have been like historically a pretty successful team. And I think that this team kind of reflects that mentality um, of winning as a habit. We know how to win. We have some confidence. We have this, it, it feels like an actual earnest, like hardworking thing and not like the Cowboys, like we're owed this because we're the Cowboys sort of energy. Right. And I think that is very, right productive and good during the playoffs and if you're a scrappy underdog team that will be i mean that whole like underdog energy nick Foles coming in was like what propelled us to a super bowl in 2017 right right? that being said that super bowl team was 10 times more talented than this year's team and i just i don't think we have the talent to make a run run can we win a game sure um that'll be super fun um i just don't think I think the Cowboys probably win a game on the back of their talent and the Eagles win a game on the back of their, their scrappiness underdog work ethic. Right. But then both are going to get, if, if either win a game, both are going to get met by two or three different teams in the conference that have both talent and work ethic that are much better than them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's sort of my feeling right now. Uh, but we'll see. 
I've been, I was wrong about this Eagles team during the regular season. I might be wrong during the playoffs. Um, we'll, we'll see. And I'll, I'll eat this. This is a, this is a win-win for me, right? Either I'm, I'm eating crow and I get another ring or I'm, I'm right. And I can go to bed at night being right. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. All right. Uh, what else do I want to talk about with this? Ooh, oh, Washington's uh, well, well, talking about Washington really fast. Uh, well, yeah, you know. Let's talk a little bit about where Washington is at yeah. right now in the current moment. A, one thing I don't want to let just slip by. It's not in the notes, but uh, their stadium's falling apart, man. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> that was, I couldn't believe that when I saw that. The benches I, might be the, the most well-maintained newest piece of, <laughs> of architecture yeah. in that stadium. Because the benches were Dan Snyder having to flex his, you know, yeah. his big from energy. Yeah. And, and, maybe that's um, how we. Maybe that's how we rebuild Washington. If we just say, if we just bring a new stadium and new fans to Washington, maybe then Dan Snyder will get so jealous of the stadium we brought that he'll build a new one. <laughs> oh, that's genius! Oh. So you're saying you're saying get rid of the Washington football team and yeah, move the that's Giants exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't particularly agree with that plan, but I think all the uh, the parts are there. We'll figure it out as we go. Man, it's just like the no, Washington I Giants. I like that. And we'll take the Jets into the NFC East. They fit perfectly already. They're already uh, a yeah, bad yeah. team. <laughs> and then what? And then yeah. what? With that that, that, that missing? Oh my god! What a what a fucking division! The Giants, the Eagles, yeah. the Cowboys, and the Jets. <laughs> That would be so much fun. Oh, and then what? So and then what? Who, who goes in the AFC East? You just create a new. You just put put the Washington Football Team there and make them New Jersey something or whatever. You know. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jersey needs a team. Me, Maine. Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Portland, <laughs> Portland Crabs, Rhode Island. The Poland the whole, Springs. The whole state is a state. <laughs> <laughs> No, but then we would have to get uh, Mark Sanchez to come in and, and guest host because he was on the Eagles and, <laughs> and he was on the Cowboys. And I think he was I think he was on another NFC. Yeah. <laughs> he was on the Broncos. <laughs> hitting most of the hitting most of them there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, and yeah. They're gonna try and save face for their decrepit stadium, their horrible culture and their horrendous owner by announcing a new team on Feb- or two, a new name, a new team name on February second. I'm excited. Oh, that's They're a team doing that. They had an entire yeah, yeah, teaser video. They yeah, lost. Oh, they lost amazing. the Eagles on Sunday and had a did, had a teaser video for their new it? brand on a on a Tuesday. <laughs> they were ready. <laughs> they didn't vote on it. They kind of uh, they kind of like what was it? What uh, what's what's Snyder's daughter's name? She's like she's had a, she's up there like basically like an Ivanka Trump kind of thing. But yeah, she like tweeted out something like here are the finalists. And then like Washington football team had to like tweet after her and be like, well, wait, we didn't, we didn't quite say that, but yeah, it's kind of true. You know? So there's like, there's like 18 names. What are the, what are Uh, the names? Do you, do you know, can we go over that? (laughs) I really want to see. I want to do. I want to do bets on which one. Uh, Chris, that's, gonna that be. type of content is way too thought out for this podcast. You think we're prepared? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Armada, Brigade, Commanders, Defenders, 
Red Hogs and Presidents. I think it's going to be the Red Hogs. That's my that's my bet. The Red Hogs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that kind of goes what I was saying. Like, like yeah, weeks ago, I was talking about like I was like I want to tweet Ron Rivera and be like, you guys should just name yourselves the Pigskins because it's football related. Still has skins in the name, and uh, everybody knows that the Pigskin is the football. So I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was I feel genius. like I feel like it harkens back to that. Like they want to try and get the fans hyped about the team again, and it harkens back to the whole like hogs thing yeah. from the 80s but it keeps like the red part of it in it so that yeah. Dan Snyder doesn't have to buy new helmets or like repaint the stadium <laughs> but our color you know? scheme is red and yellow yeah <laughs> exactly I think my favorite uh, my favorite thing of this like kind of like reveal over the past like couple days is they did like this video and like there's this video of Ron Rivera like taking it, the new helmet out of a box but they like blurred the helmet but then he's got a window behind him and you can kind of see the lo- the new logo on the helmet in the reflection on the window and there's been so many like funny like discord and uh, reddit posts of people trying to speculate like on like what <laughs> what, what the it could be is. yeah yeah <laughs> it honestly looks like the wu-tang w <laughs> washington <laughs> which honestly like you know of the of of all cases of blatant copyright infringement, that would be something I'd be most behind. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I have a field day with it. Wu-Tang um, Financial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to diversify your halfbacks. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Uh, yeah, I. I'm excited for this. This is going to be like, like honestly, I expect both the Cowboys and Eagles to get knocked out of the playoffs, and this like. February 2nd, Washington name reveal is going to be like our NFC least Super Bowl. It's going to be like, I just oh, really hope, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I just really hope that for their, you know, gender reveal party that they don't cause any fires. <laughs> so no, uh, no fireworks, like just like no near, fireworks. The White, near the White House. Yeah, that, you know, yeah giant like, oh my God. <laughs> It would be so funny if, like, they insisted on having this thing in, like, the dead of the woods in a suburban community or something. <laughs> and, like, shot out, shot out, like, fireworks and confetti. Just, like, a, what was just, like the, an annoying what was the name of the place? couple. What was the name of the place where where they had their, like, after Trump lost, he, he went and had his press conference in front of the Four Seasons? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do it in front of the four seasons. Four seasons total landscape. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to the previews, guys. Um, first up, <laughs> we got our two divisional games, our two final divisional games of the year. Uh, let's, Giants, Giants, Washington. This might be my first. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Ever in Who the cares? history of the podcast. Who cares? This is this is. <laughs> This is a chance for Joe Judd to try and prove that he could be somewhat decent, but he's not going to do it. Washington's yeah. all falling apart. The Giants are falling apart. Who cares? I hope the Giants lose so that we can get yeah. a better draft pick. Does that mean anything next year? Absolutely not. But let's say, I don't know, Washington wins like 10 to 7. I don't know. I'm going to say Washington wins 23 to negative four. 11. 11. <laughs> 11 emails to Joe Judge from former players. 
about how much they wanted to play for him during that game. Well, he's gonna he's gonna get emails during the game from Washington saying things like, "Can we please can yeah. can we just be you guys? But can we win today's game? Like you know, yeah." I would love for these two coaches to just hype this game up so much, like to the point where it's like Super Bowl level hype. They have like a halftime show. They go all the way out. Well, you <laughs> and it ends up being like. Like two safeties and a field goal. <laughs> so then, would it be safe to say Dan Snyder would pull a uh, you know a Dan Snyder move and be like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna reveal the team name just in the middle of the game. We're and just in the middle oh, yeah. of the game. We're yeah. no longer Washington Football Team. We're going to be this. Like, nah, really, really. What I think, yeah. what I think it should be is it should be like the greatest hits of like all the ways both of these teams have desperately tried to get fans to come to their games this year yeah just like yeah. do all the events you in get one a soda game, right like yes. get a medium soda you get going, a soda uh stand next to the re- rail you may get onto the field yeah <laughs> re-retire <laughs> sean taylor's jersey again yeah. for the second time this year <laughs> just remind yeah. everybody alex remember yep yep chris you that was a great idea go ahead give them that that tweet <laughs> This side all the stops, man. This is this is their last shot. Just, Why not? This is it. They're not going to be Washington football team anymore. You, you know gotta what? Go out of the bench. And you know what? Game. Let's let's make the heated benches uh, seventy five degrees today. You know, Ooh, let's yeah. you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like you know, we've been approaching among- sauna levels. Yeah, yeah exactly, okay. exactly. Let's really treat. Let's really treat the bums of both sides. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's what it's, I'm. Feeling. It's in Washington, right? The game's in Washington. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so it's at that awful field. <laughs> wow. It's been it's been cursed by Antonio Brown. That's what they should do. Washington football team should sign Antonio Brown. Yes, yes, for the last <laughs> the last game of the season. I like He's that. not gonna play. He's gonna tell coach that he has a toe injury or something, you know, or an ankle injury. But really I think more yeah. fun than picking the score in this game is picking what part of FedEx field will 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 fall apart. <laughs> Personally, uh, I hope it's one of the goalposts. I yeah. think that would just. Oh, that'd be amazing! If somebody yeah. kicks a field goal and yeah. it falls down, yeah. it's just it's gonna it's gonna go wide left, but then the the goalpost just falls over at the right moment it goes through. The refs just look at each other and just like look at the yeah. check the book. They're like, oh, I guess we it's good. <laughs> I don't know wow. what else can go wrong. They've had a sewer pipe break. They've had railings crash. <laughs> I feel like, man, I feel like the only thing would be like if like all the heating lamps for all like the French fries and soft pretzels <laughs> went out or something. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what's going to happen, right? They're going to have a huge COVID outbreak there. <laughs> <in the> last <laughs> You know, it'd be worse. It's be it's like, if all the kegs, if all the kegs broke, if like all the kegs got depressurized or something, and mm. they couldn't serve beer. Oh my god, I that's my worst nightmare. Why would show up to that game? You know? Oh no! And then <laughs> people just literally... start sneaking in bottles of Ciroc. Yeah. <laughs> As if they don't already know why. Pick... <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think Washington wins this game just because, even though both teams have pitiful vibes right now, the Giants have just have they're done. They're, yeah. they're more done than Washington. I think Washington just wins by virtue of like Heineke is better than whatever quarterback they're going to trot out. <laughs> like from, They're going to trot Fromm out. Uh, big Fromm's coming back out. Yeah, yeah Big Frommy. Uh, yeah, Sweet. Heineke's better. 
Washington honestly played a good game against the Eagles. I'm sure they'll play with more fight, the similar amounts of fight this week. I think it's easy, but it's like, yeah, really not fun at all. <laughs> Agree. Um, and then another meaningless game. We got Eagles Cowboys um, in Philly. Um, really hard game to pick because it's also meaningless and also. Is it just we'll seeding at all? Nope. Okay. Um, and I don't think we'll know who, like, whether starters are playing or not um, until until the day of. Uh, I know the Eagles have been a little bit cagey about whether they're going to play the starters. Um, I don't know. It's really hard to predict. I don't I really care to talk about it. <laughs> I think he was win. Just because. Just because. Uh, he, he has faith against the Cowboys, but no one else. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll say like. I think the Cowboys are going to win the game. I think. I think it's going to be a little bit closer. I'm going to say 20 to 16, which is what they were last week, right? But they won. Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm going to go with that. This one's tough. This one's tough because I think even if they don't play all the starters, because you're right, it doesn't affect seeding. It doesn't affect who you play in the playoffs. Dallas has already won the division and whatnot. So I think – I don't know, man. I, I think the Eagles win this game. I don't know. I think the Eagles win this game because I think, I, I think, Chris, you said it earlier. <clears throat> you said it earlier. Um, they're riding the momentum right now, so I think the Eagles are going to win this game. They're going to come out late, like every game, late bloom, and uh, steal it from the Cowboys and win it. And I think that's the reason why I trust them more in the playoffs than I do the Cowboys, especially if not all the starters are playing. It's going to be, I think that's why I picked a random wit number. I don't actually know what's going to happen. Are you you going against your gut to be contrarian or are you? No, no, I I honestly think, I think, I think the Cowboys would probably win with, with backups for doing backups. Yeah. Um, But that's, so that, I, there's really nothing to base that off of, though, other than seeing some of their backups play a few times this season. What's interesting is is uh, it's one of these situations where I don't I don't know how the Cowboys view this, but I think it's similar to how the Eagles view this. You ask whether it affects seeding, it technically does, but because the playoffs this year are like only like none of these teams can get a first round bye at this point. So it's really a matter of like who plays whom, right? And the only so the so Cowboys, it does affect seeding. It, it does it, affect like, seeding. So it is it is a meaningful game, just not like meaningful in the sense that you're going to make the playoffs or not. But it, what's also tricky for both, particularly the Cowboys and Eagles, is regardless of who wins or loses this game, like so many other things need to happen outside the game for this game to even affect outside seeding. the NFC East. Yeah, yeah, like the Cowboys are like. 80% likely to remain the fourth seed unless mm-hmm. they win and like 10 other things happen. Yeah, and then right. similarly, the Eagles are like 90% likely to remain the seventh seed unless they win. And then like two things happen and then the, they swap places with the Niners, but ultimately like neither affects like home field really. And no, like nothing gets a buy, you know? 
So it just the only thing it could change is just the potentiality of who will play each other. Yes, in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and it's like it's one of those things where it's like, you know, are you really trying to will a certain outcome to like play a certain team, or are you just going to go into yeah. a game like win or lose it, and then let the chips fall where they may? You know, so well, I don't know. I feel like that's that's the that's the thought around the Eagles that there might be more value in resting players than like trying to like push really hard for a chance at the six seed when ultimately it doesn't matter all that much for all that kind of stuff. But I mean, we'll see. I don't know. Well, you know, what's funny about that is that I just looked at it now and I didn't realize this, but the Cowboys Eagles game is this Saturday. Yep. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So it really, they also won't know. Yeah. They won't know. It's just, they're going to play their game and then whatever happens on Sunday happens and they just have to kind of go with it. So that's, that's, Kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think because of that, they might rest some players. It might not be like full second unit, but they might not run Ezekiel Elliott as hard. They yeah. might not. You know what I mean? Uh, the, the Eagles might be more strategic in how they rotate their running backs or wide receivers, even if Jalen Hurts starts, like all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. It's going to be a weird game. Uh, I just, Eagles at home with like, not a ton of stakes on it. I just think they'll win, you know? So we'll see. Agree. Okay. Uh, oh, so the Eagles are at home. Yes. Yes. Oh, see, because for the other one in your notes, it was Giants slash Washington. And this one says Eagles slash Cowboys. So I just assumed yeah, it was in. It's I not consistent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I should be more consistent. Now I know. Right. Now I'm going to pick. Why I'm would kidding. you trust Sean? <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> you just... It's, All right. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I was playing home field advantage when I picked the Cowboys for that one. <laughs> so maybe I do switch it, but I don't care. I'm already, it's already locked in. Locked it. It's it's a cold hard lock. All right. Uh, anyone got any takes? Uh, I got a take. Um, I'm playing in a disc golf tournament this weekend, and I'm going to place top five. Good job, man. <laughs> <laughs> How are the Broncos do it, by the way? <laughs> who? who? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if you heard about Colorado, but my old house that I used to live in burned down. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So I lived in that. that town. Wow. That had that massive fire. Yep. Wow. So that's kind of trippy. Um, how are the Broncos doing? Uh, it sounds like they're going to do a lot of personnel changes in terms of the front office, which isn't surprising. Um, I hope they keep Vic Fangio. I actually like Vic Fangio, but if they don't, I understand. Um, but Drew Locke is a piece of shit. Um, and everything else on that team, I actually like. I just want a quarterback. Just give me somebody. Somebody that I, I don't hate. And I didn't hate Teddy Bridgewater. I just hated that he kept getting concussions. I think James Brown uh, might be available this offseason. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Entirely possible. I feel like... Though he might... I feel like he, Drew Locke he, and James Brown are similar. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you have to look out for is that once he goes... If he goes to the Broncos, he's going to be calling Joe Judge twice a week saying how he still wants to play for the Giants, though. You know, right? <laughs> You gotta, that's, you gotta, that's the only thing that you that's have to look out for. Yeah. <laughs> that is a yeah. big distraction. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I have a take. Uh, I, I'm just trying to decide how far I go with it. 
Um, you ride that pony till it dies. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Antonio Brown is right. And I think that I, <laughs> I think that I think that a lot of people misjudge this person because of his eccentricities. But I do mm-hmm. think ultimately he's fighting some injustices that we don't see every day as non-NFL players. Um, I tend to believe that he had some sort of injury and he signed a contract that stipulated he needed to get X amount of yards, touchdowns, whatever. And I think the, the Bucks were benching him both to avoid paying that out. And they also probably hid the injury as well to gain some sort of competitive advantage, uh, mm-hmm. which is very unfair to a player. And it takes someone as crazy as Antonio Brown to take off his jersey and stomp out. To and not say to something about it, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um, now, I mean... I also understand it from the Bucks' point of view. It, like these are full-time jobs; it's at-will employment. You can define the terms and the culture in your organization you want players to follow. I think they're within their rights to fire Antonio Brown for what he did, right? Um, mm-hmm. But to to everyone to get on their moral high horse about this guy, you know, and then oh, be, I all hate like, it. be all like, you know, oh, he's just shut up and play, like all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh god, right? I hate that. Like I, that I don't think. I don't think that is right, fair, or or really the thing to take away from this kind of situation. Yeah, you're 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 making a very gray situation, black and white, and it's 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 that's not fair to the Bucks nor Antonio Brown, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know, I can't like like I said, it, it's eccentric, it's crazy, it's really fun to watch. Um, I'm concerned. You know, it's like schadenfreude. You know, I'm like concerned, riveted. Right. Yeah, all at the same time, right? But it's like, the one thing I think about is like how many other players that don't have Antonio Brown's like history, pedigree, and reputation of being loud, right? Just sit there and like get shafted mm-hmm. by teams paycheck-wise for, for right. playing through like pulled hamstrings, stuff like that, that could ultimately tear and like, screw them long-term. You know what I mean? Right. Just because right. it's like, you know, the right thing to do for the team and you're being a team player and that stuff, you know? Right. When in reality, right. it's like, no, this is like a full-time job and it's their bodies, you know? Yep. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times fans take the, uh, have this like weird psychological, like oneness with the team and feel like a player's quitting on them when they're like, <laughs> when they do stuff like this, but it's like, Nah, guys, these people are human too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that that, that's a shift in the right direction. I think we're, you know, we're, we're trying to open up more about mental health and also just advocating for yourself and your own. I mean, cause these guys, they, they play for maybe five to 10 years in this league. And that's like, they can damage themselves for the rest of their lives. You know, if, if, if they don't handle this properly and you know, I think it's, it's good for guys to acknowledge that. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing more people retiring early than I ever have uh, in this sport. Yeah. Um, like also, I'm like also employers rights in this situation. I think that if that's how an employee feels like they're in their rights to, to fire them and treat them however they want. Right. But I think we got as a culture need to get over this, like kind of tacit mentality that like, the co- the corporation is in the right 
like the the employers right. in the right in this situation, right? Yeah. When in reality, right. it's like the only way we we make better companies, better teams, better anything that treat people better is by having people resign like Antonio Brown did and then have mm-hmm. a better company crop up that hires him for what he does well. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. That doesn't right. treat him like the Bucks treat him. Yeah, because it does exactly what we're doing right now. It starts the conversation. Exactly. Washington yes. football team. Washington, the most progressive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> rights-oriented <laughs> workplace in the country. Totally didn't oh, man. basically sex traffic their entire cheerleading squad <laughs> five years ago. That's nothing in their history. Got them on a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, that's my man. take, guys. That's good. That's good. Um, Tom, you need one. Tom, Tom <laughs> needs one. Well, I would just before I was going to piggyback real quick with you, Sean. Just the Antonio Brown thing. Um, what was it? How many years ago was it when he took that hit from Vontae's birth birth set? Like oh. ever since that hit, he has not been the same person. So I, I, I think, I think ever since then, it's clearly affected his mind. And he goes back to the whole concussion thing with like helmets and whatnot. Like, like it's just, it's unfortunate. Like to, I mean, like you said, it's kind of funny to watch it, but at the same time, it's, it's an unfortunate scenario that is unfolding in front of us right now. So it's just like, a, it's just very weird and unique, but I like everything that you said about it, Sean. So that was a good take. Yeah. I mean, I would also say, right. Even if, you, even if there isn't like a direct, like CTE angle on it, like I know a lot of people are like, Oh, like his brain got busted. I would just even say like, psychologically knowing that you can get hit that badly fundamentally changes how you view and value your own body and like ability to play this sport. You know what I mean? Like I would have this feeling that I'm like the sacrifice I'm being asked to, to make every Sunday is like 10 times more knowing how much harm can be done to it after a hit mm-hmm. like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. He's a wide receiver. He's got like a diva ego, like a lot of other wide receivers in the past, like all that kind of stuff. Right. I think all of it mixes together, but I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying like, Hey, like I think a model NFL player is how Antonio Brown handles the situation. I guess I'm just saying have a little bit more grace, a little bit less judgment and like, you know, try to read between the lines when these situations happen, you know? I also like, I I don't know much about Antonio Brown's like actual diagnosable mental health yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's something there that we just don't know about, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and to judge somebody for stuff like that. It's, it's just not in my wheelhouse. Um, I don't, it doesn't make so his, bad. it doesn't make his situation better. And writ large, it doesn't make anyone right. in that situation better to like shame right. and guilt and make people feel like they're not fitting a mold that they should be fitting when in reality right. it's like we should accept them as they are and try and, you know, just be there. You know, right, right. I got I got to take, and it's actually football related. Um, I'm just going to call it. I, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. They win the Super Bowl, and he retires. He retires. What? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's a good take. Do you think it was the COVID stuff that, like scared him away from the league? Do you think that does it? I think like, I think God. he's he's on his uh, what is it, what is it swan song or whatever. I think. Yeah. I think he he's fallen off the deep end. <laughs> I think he's. He, I don't think he wants to play football anymore. I think he's just so pissed that he hasn't gotten a second ring, and so <laughs> I think he's he's just he's just going to come out guns blazing, 
full Brett Favre. Who gives a fuck about picks? He's just going. And, and I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna demolish this playoffs. And I think he's gonna convincingly win a Super Bowl. And then he's not going to Disney World. Or maybe he is actually, I take that back. He's gonna go to Disney World with Shailene. And then they're gonna be the weirdest power couple in the world. Um, he's gonna go to Disney World to record more episodes of Jeopardy. That's what he's gonna do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, Aaron, he's such a weird dude. Like I just from afar, like I always thought Aaron Rodgers was just like a normal straight. She was like kind of like a boring dude. And then like these past few years, he's just he's such a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's know. Like, he looks like the Joker peg. right now. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to peg his personality. Cause he does have a bit of that, like California aloofness to him, but he's also now yeah. got this like, really weird kind of like it's probably just being in wisconsin for 10 years like this kind of like right. alpha like sort of whatever right. like weird he's like, from chico right Hulk energy to him too yeah. you know like or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i don't know i, I like Aaron Rodgers. he's a cool guy <laughs> I, I, I i love him yeah he is from chico fucking chico um yeah dude <laughs> Yeah, I. I'm, I'm looking at his picture on Wikipedia. You should go to it right now. It's 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 so perfect. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like stoic, but the, like the helmet's like too big. <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! Yeah. <clears throat> All right, guys. I think I think it's a good app. Let's put yeah. this in the can. Yeah. Uh, follow on Twitter. Email us NFC least mailbag at gmail.com. Join our Discord. Some good conversations in Discord this past week. Uh, oh, I Link need to join on, the Discord. <laughs> Link is on our Twitter. Um, until next week, guys. Thanks so much. See you guys. See ya. Bye. See ya.